0: Now, after a near kidnapping in London in 2015, South African actress Roxanne Hayward felt that she needed to learn how to defend herself, so she started going to take part in Muay Thai, Uh, and since she started her training, she's become a spokesperson uh, for self-defence and continues to host seminars in South Africa, one of which she's holding on the 20th of this month uh, in the centre of town. Now, you may have recently seen uh, Roxanne uh, in her second round of Shakespeare in Love, uh, opposite to our very own John Maytham Uh, but tonight she's here to talk to us about self-defense Roxanne (laughs) Roxanne every time without fail every time but hello (laughs) I love it I love it it wakes me up oh why do I do (laughs) that every time without fail whenever you're here but it is glorious that you are here welcome back to late night
1: thank you for having me how are you I'm good. I'm really good. I've just come off a bit of a high working on
0: Shakespeare in Love at the Fugard Theatre. Yes.
1: With your John Mason yeah. again. Lovely John. <laughs> John. Your John. <laughs>
0: how, how did that work out then? Because you, you, you did the run. It was this year or was it last year? Last
1: year. It's it was nearly a year, year ago. We, <gasps> our opening night, our first performance was the 10th of October. So literally, yesterday. yesterday. Wow. How's that? A year ago. Amazing.
0: It's crazy how time flies. It really is, hey. And I came to see you. It was phenomenal. As I told you at the time, it really was like brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. (laughs) Uh, And then, and then it was over. And I think I saw you towards the tail end and then it was over. And then I heard it's coming back. I thought, Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. No, it was, it was, uh, it was so refreshing for me
1: to work on a project again. And have the opportunity to play the same character in a completely different way. Have
0: you ever done that before, gone back to a project?
1: I've never done that before. Um, No, I I haven't. So it was... Uh, I don't know if refreshing is the right word, so I'm obviously a little bit tired, but it was, uh, yeah, a new, a new experience for me, you know? So how does that and work? D-
0: because your leading man had changed. You were with, you were with Dylan. Yes. yes. E- Ed. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you were with Daniel Richards, of yes, course. Who we Daniel,
1: love. Daniel Pilo Richards. Mm. Gotta say him Pilo. Ah. Oh. Um, yes, yes. That's, that's his middle name. And he is proud of it. Award winning,
0: award Award winning, award
1: winning. Exactly, award winning. I want to say de Cup
0: award winning. I
1: think he's de Cup nominated. I
0: think he's won something, but he
1: has won something, and he's he's incredible. He works. I mean, I was we were having a bit of a chit chat, but he really works so hard. He is so dedicated, and. He just, yeah, he puts everything into it. And it's so great working with that kind of an energy because mm. it, everything flows, you know, you, you're able to bounce off each other, um, just freely and give suggestions and, um, re- make recommendations. And sometimes we say yes to each other. Sometimes we say no to each other. No hard feelings. Keep moving, keep going forward. And, um,
0: it was just great. It was, yeah, it was really fun. Was and it the the dynamics?
1: Did oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, I was going to say,
0: was it the same length of rehearsal time? Prior to than it was for the first round. Yes, yeah, uh, no. So, so rehearsal time in the first round was five
1: weeks. Mm. This time we had three weeks rehearsals, okay. which is fine for I think about fifteen of the cast members were the same. Okay, I think we had new, five new cast members, but for those five new cast members, including Daniel, I mean he's the lead and he had to learn this entire production in three weeks, That's as insane. opposed to five weeks, and he did it. You know, he all that text. It's not easy. You're going from Old English to Shakespearean English. Um, And he did it. And he did a phenomenal job. And it was interesting to see how... um, I mean, I loved the first run. And I loved um, working with... um, You know, everyone that was involved in the Mm. first run, but definitely you could see the, the difference in dynamics between all relationships on stage. So the, the will, so the the Mm. character that he played, William Shakespeare, and then my character, Violet de Lesseps, their relationship changed. It became Mm. a little, like a lot more playful, a little bit more, there was a lot more fire, there was a lot more steam on stage this time around. Um, and then we also saw, um, his relationship with Marlowe. Um, mm, his friend, yeah, That was yeah. different. Um, they were just all as as it would be with any any new actor stepping into a role. There's going to be differences. So it was interesting to see that. You know. Did you
0: have to learn lines again, or did it just come very naturally? Oh my
1: goodness. That's an interesting question. So some of it was just in there, and I was so impressed with That's my brain. Amazing. I was like, how is this in here nearly a year later, verbatim, word for word, even the inflection and That's how amazing. I said it was in there, which actually wasn't good because I wanted to get out of that habit. I wanted to, you know, have a new approach mm-hmm. for the character. Um but, yeah, so it was in there. But then, sometimes in rehearsals, we'd be sitting, standing there, going through it, and I would just blank, blank. out completely and say, what do I say? turn to Juanita, who's the stage manager. i say, sorry, line? Line? <laughs> and she'd say the line. I'd say, no, really? Is that really the line? She'd say, yes, Roxanne.
0: I've got the script <laughs> in front of me. It is. And I'm like, it can't be. Like, I can't even remember that. What? That makes so much sense to me <laughs> that you would go blank, though. Like, yes yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, I guess it's you know just time has passed and it's just yeah. You know, and there you are. How 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 the brain works, I guess. Would but, you go back for a third round? Oh, well, if they asked you. Oh, if they asked me. Well, yeah, I think it it, oh, it would depend on so many factors, mm. but. It would be fun. We can have a third go at violence See
0: how what I can come up with this, this time. Along with a third guy. Okay, so here's a question third for guy. you. Oh, if no. you could pick no. your, let's let's say that Daniel's not available. Okay. Um, who would you Ooh. pick as your as your will?
1: <gasps> oh.
0: Okay. Gosh, that is a question and a half. Mm. That is a that is a question. You can literally this pick anyone. They don't trouble. even have to be an actor. They can just be someone oh, you fancy. No, they can just be a dude that you
1: like. Oh. oh well, then I'll say Costa, my boyfriend. You can't say Costa. Oh. <laughs> Where is Costa? Costa? Well, he actually just called me now for some strange reason because I don't the know.
0: very handsome. We listening? should we should say this. <laughs> the very handsome Costa. Um.
1: Uh yeah, I know he's very good. He's doing so well with his football. He coaches at Town, yeah. the youth league. They just won the cup. Oh I'm congratulations. So yes, yeah. And I'm so proud of his team. They're doing so well. Um so oh I don't know. I can't, I, I don't know how to answer that question, Sarah I'm gonna have to give it some thought. Just said John Matham. Oh, that obviously phew, <laughs> John <laughs> Matham. Yes, that is the answer <laughs> to the question. Why didn't I think of that? Of course it is. actually insulting. <laughs>
0: um, okay. So you're not actually here to talk about the acting no, stuff, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is interesting. But before we get on to the thing that you're not here to talk or the thing that you are here to talk about, what is happening? What, what can we next see you in? Are you, what's the story? What's happening? Well, the story right now, I really am focusing on the self-defense seminar that mm. I'm hosting next weekend.
1: Um, So I finished the run of Shakespeare in Love on Saturday, and I've just been straight head down into coordinating this event, along with the people that are going to be actually teaching um, at the self-defense. So I'm hosting it. Okay. I'll be giving the introduction. I'll be talking a little bit about why I'm doing it. Um, why self-defense? Why martial arts? Um, bit of a backstory. And then we've got these amazing guys that are going to be giving the actual class and they are Muay Thai specialists, Jiu Jitsu specialists. They're the best in the country. And so
0: where did this come from? So we are talking about this event. It's happening, um, a seminar happening on the 20th of October. So next, not this Saturday, next Saturday, yes. between 12 and 2 at Renzo Great. Gracie Academy in Batengraf Street. Yes. So you, if people follow you on Instagram or on all the social media stuff, they'll know that not only do you have a body that just <laughs> makes grown <laughs> men and women weep, ah. <laughs> um, but that has largely been achieved by uh, starvation and puking. No. <laughs> No, don't say <laughs> things like that. No, I'm wearing a corset for three months. <laughs> no, but but you are like a fitness beast, and you do Muay Thai. <laughs> You're possibly the the most impressive Muay Thai person in the world. Yes, who you spoke to as yeah. well. Yeah, oh my god, he was yes. amazing.
1: Quentin Chong. He is. Yeah, two he time. Two hardcore. Time, he is. He he really really is two time world champion. He's. I mean, I was so fortunate. I'm learning from the best.
0: Yeah, he's great. Really, okay. Yeah yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So you've been doing this for a while now in january is three years how amazing is that three that is amazing years. because when we first met you'd been doing it for like six months yes
1: actually <laughs> yeah oh of course mm. yes oh, yeah. i'm still at oh, the I've beginning just lost a
0: braid. i'm so oh, sorry goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh i can keep it it can be my <laughs> memorabilia from just, i knew oh, i shouldn't have pulled checked. on that what i will do with that is just <laughs> pop that there <laughs>
1: there <laughs> we go
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh That's dear. so funny. Good. Oh uh, The thing
1: happened. This is when we wish it wasn't radio. Yeah. We were recording it so you could all see. We do not. <laughs>
0: Let me tell you, so Matthew Gold was in last night and he was <gasps> telling me this story. I know. I saw. Yeah, gorgeous and oh, handsome and talented. Yes, and I know him. I've known him for a long time. Have you? I have, I have. Isn't he such a doll? Oh, he is. He's just, he's adorable. But he was telling me this story about how some woman pulled one, you know, he's, he's Sean now. Mm. Um. And obviously, but he had dreadlocks before, and that's what yes. everyone sort of knows him. And he was telling me the story about how some girl in a club pulled his one of his locks out and just kind of walked away, like waving oh it at him. Oh my god! That's completely weird. <gasps> that is very. And weird. I said he should have auctioned his dreads off when he shaved them, but he wasn't up for it. If anyone oh. does want to buy my broken braid, <laughs> um, that's something that we can auction later. High, I'll, I'll be the highest that, bidder I, that will, i'll be the highest bidder i want it i want it will be mine yes. back to the conversation at hand you are yes. a muay thai person yes. so you are hosting this <laughs> self-defense seminar yes how did this come about please so this came about with my interest in human empowerment
1: human rights and that's actually something i wanted to say about today's conversation and i'm mm. so happy to be speaking to you specifically mm. about this seminar because you yourself are also you know you're a really a strong advocate when it comes to human rights and human empowerment thank you and you know just standing in your own standing in your power mm. and knowing that you have the right to speak out and absolutely. you have the right to defend yourself
0: absolutely you know
1: and and you you really do embody that and you you know mm, so that's so exciting to be here to talk to you about oh, it yeah um so uh, Quick backstory, um, three and a half years ago, before I started Muay Thai, I was in London, I nearly got kidnapped, um, but I managed to get away. I was never touched by the guy, he reached out for me, but I managed to, he was in a car, he pulled up beside me, got out the car, came after me, then got back in the car, drove after me. Anyway. But I got away and I was fine. But I did think what would happen if, what would have happened if he had grabbed hold of yeah. me. I would not have known. Like I come, from, I have a dance background, you mm. know, I studied mm. dance, uh, modern tap and ballet. I mean, I could probably develop kick him in the head. <laughs> <Deve> but, <Lippé. laughs> yeah. But that's, that's about it. Like I wouldn't know what to do. So I came back to South Africa and I decided, okay, I'm going to start a martial art. Um, My cousin was actually living in Thailand at the time, and she was doing Muay Thai, Mm. and she was saying how much she loved it and how her body had just, like, ripped. Mm. And I was like, well, that's cool. I could do with a little bit of a workout. (laughs) And it's also really great for film and television because a lot of the fight Mm. sequences, they use Muay Thai um, techniques. So… But predominantly it was for self defense. So I went, I literally just sat on Google, I said Muay Thai, Cape Town, and Quinton Chong popped up. Mm. I'm not from Cape Town, I'm from Johannesburg. Um so I I didn't know anything. I arrived by myself in Pardon Island at a warehouse that was like black and red mm. and it said Dragon Power a <laughs> yeah. this little ballerina kind of person. Stepped out my little white car, <laughs> went inside. And um, I remember the gloves. Oh my goodness! I had to put these boxing gloves on, and they smelled so bad. Oh no! The the sweat, the, the sweat, <laughs> the, sweat that's the just dried sweat been in there. Oh. <gasps> from different people for the years. The skin, and years. the flaky skin that's yeah. come off in there. And yeah. I was like, Roxanne, pull yourself towards yourself. Just <laughs> it's why you're here to be tough. Be tough. So I toughened up and I put the gloves on. And I didn't care and I did the push-ups with the boys. We tried. I think I'm, I could only do one at the time, but. And I think I was, maybe there was, I think there were another two girls there mm. at the time. And, um, from there, I also, th- so that was where the interest in Muay Thai began. Mm. And I was addicted. I, I did, um, sorry, on air to say this, but I did throw up after my first two sessions <laughs> <two laughs> of Muay Thai. Did you it? <gasps> it was so hectic, hey? Oh, always the first day back when you take a break, you come back and your body is just like, what are you doing oh to my me? Gosh. But it's good. It's good. You know, you're yeah, really yeah, pushing, yeah. you're really pushing yourself, fighting fit, mm. um, so that was awesome. And then, um, with regards to self-defense, it's, so Muay Thai is great. I now know how to punch. I know how to strike someone. Mm. Um, but there's other aspects when it comes to self-defense. Yeah. And, and the first thing with self-defense is you don't want to be in that situation. So it's about avoiding it. That's actually a lot okay. of what the seminar is yeah. about. It's about how do you not, um, be seen as an easier target. Interesting. Than what you could possibly have Mm, been seen mm. as, you know? Um, So, so, and I spoke to a lovely lady who was also training at Dragon Power called Farana Parker and she works with the Social Makeover that's an NGO and she was actually organizing a self-defense workshop and she asked me to get involved and that was how it all began, my interest. Mm. And since then, I've hosted a few more um, and, um, yeah, and this one's going to be really exciting because we also incorporating the jujitsu element, um, which, um, Henzo Gracie. So you say Henzo Gracie, not, oh. not Renzo. I know, I know. I learned this the other day I've mm-hmm. he just started, uh, jujitsu. I'm still new, but it's Brazilian. How interesting. So they're like, you don't say her, you say her. Ah. Oh, Henzo Gracie. Henzo, Henzo Gracie. Gracie. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about it. And, it's an important thing,
0: you know. This is, an, and partic- it's very time-yous, time-yous, time-yous. time time yeah. oh, It sounds good to me. It has been arranged time <laughs> timeously. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, at a time where as women we are stepping into, as you said, we're stepping into our power, mm. Um there is that. But then there's also the thing of, unfortunately, we live in a society where we are... Hunted. Yeah, You're like hunted by mm. men. did you see that thing? Somebody had put on on Facebook and I think it's been doing the rounds and it said, um, if there were no men in mm. the world, what would you do? Like and there was like a whole list mm. of like I would walk my dog um after dark, I would go for a jog after dark, oh, I would yes, yeah. like all these things mm. that you would be able to do mm. if there were no men mm. basically being Violent abusers.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, it's interesting. I think also being in South Africa, we've also got the element of, you know, our country's obviously got a very interesting history. And because of that history, we've got a a huge case of poverty Mm. in our country, Mm. a poverty stricken land, you know? Mm. And with that comes people looking for opportunities around every corner. Mm. And unfortunately, some of those people put their head down, they work hard, and they do what they can. They go, they work two shifts three shifts if necessary they've got four jobs trying to like you know pay their rent get their children in school and then other people are looking for an easier opportunity mm. um, and then other people also with human trafficking I mean I directed a PSA on human trafficking last year and that was also interesting because you look at these guys you go oh what a bad guy but some of them don't have a choice they yeah, are forced yeah. into it Okay, yeah. so that is also an element and that's how this like this predator kind of get created out mm. of this individual and they then look for prey and they are, they are opportunists. They're looking for an easy opportunity. So I think definitely being a woman, um, in a society like that, you are perceived as an easier opportunity because you are perceived as weaker or you I know i mean i can see it Uh, no matter how much training i do with muay thai sometimes uh, often the guys can still do more push-ups than me because they are men they've got more testosterone it's a hormonal Mm. thing Mm. you know so yeah we are slightly weaker physically not all of us but and we are definitely perceived as weaker yeah so we are perceived as an easier target but and this is something that also I haven't mentioned yet chatting to you, but this specific self-defense workshop, I've also opened it up for men, so it is open for men mm. to join because a lot of men are also victims yeah I mean if you're an opportunist and you're looking for an easy target, you can do, and you see a woman walking with a key ring between her fingers ready to mm. attack you're going to go, mm, I don't know. But then you see the guy walking a few blocks behind her and he's drunk, he's just come out the club, he's got his wallet in one hand, he's like just dropped his cell phone on the floor. Who are you going to go for? Mm. You're going to mm. go for that guy and you're mm. going to go for that wallet as opposed to that girl's handbag. So it's an awareness thing and it's um, just knowing about where you live. Yeah. And my kidnapping thing, that happened in London. Yeah. You know, that yeah. was, so every Country, every city um, has its own elements and its own. No, for sure, and I think you know,
0: like we 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 have this whole thing in South Africa. We're like, oh God, you know, you can't live here in it. So uh, this and the other, but but as you say, you know, I I grew up in London. There's parts of London that I just simply won't go to because Mm. it's it's really really dangerous Mm. in the way that I. don't remotely feel mm-hmm. in South Africa at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that's just how it is. And, and as you say, something happened to you overseas, something can happen. You, you can take yes. your, you can take your self-defense skills with you, people. Mm-hmm. You don't just need them for South Africa. Yep. So can people <laughs> book? How do people get a place? Yes. Are there
1: spaces available? There are still some spaces available. Um, we can, we have the capacity to host 70 people. That's great, uh, which is quite nice. Yeah. Um, which is great, you know, it opens doors to lots of people. All the, the, whatever profit is made, whatever, um, funds are made, not just profit actually, mm. all, everything that is made from this, um, workshop goes towards an NGO called Protect Your Body. They mm. do fantastic things. They are going into schools and also impoverished communities and they're teaching young girls how to protect their bodies inside out. Sure. So, with regards to nutrition, mm. health, exercise, and then self-defense and also sexual awareness. Oh, and brilliant. It's so brilliant. So yeah. that, this um the money from this event is all going towards there. Tickets are available on web tickets, okay? Um so it's really simple and easy to book. Um they're one twenty. Each. Not bad. Which is not bad. Not bad at all, seminar. Roxanne Hayward. No, thank you very no. much. <laughs> <laughs> thank, you, thank
0: you. Okay, so it's a two-hour seminar. Yes. You can go to web tickets and book online and yes. do all of that kind of jazz. Yes. And, yeah, and I think it's really, I'm urging
1: people to understand the importance of the event and not just kind of read past it or, you know, think it's not, oh, i will rather go and spend the day on the beach. Yeah. No, it's two hours of your life. that can really... Ignite some interest in you to take it further. You know, Mm. I mean, you're going to learn, definitely learn things from the seminar, but also it's important to know that you've got to keep those muscle, keep that muscle memory up and you've got to train it. So if you, you know, if people start Muay Thai, that's great. If they start Jiu Jitsu, that's great. Keep doing more self-defense
0: classes. You're going to keep on learning. Do you feel Um, more confident now? Like, I mean, God forbid that something were to happen. Mm. Do you feel like you could, I literally, it is
1: chalk and cheese if I look at how I was when I used to walk the streets by myself or even just walk to my car or walk from my car to a casting or to an audition mm. or from a coffee shop to the next shop, like, then to now. Like, I walk with confidence. I stand on my own. Mm. I Just knowing that I have the tools and the capability to firstly not hopefully be in that situation. Mm. So firstly, and that's really the most important thing with self-defense is you don't want to be in that situation. Mm-mm. Secondly, the second thing we always say is run away. That's like the best form of self-defense. is get out of there. Don't yeah. worry about being polite or hurting someone's feelings. Or if you feel a threat, that's a threat. Yeah. You feel it. You're feeling it. You know, you you listen to your gut, run away. That's literally, don't care about if someone thinks why you're running randomly. Cause I think Mm-mm. a lot of people do worry Mm-mm. about, that it doesn't matter you know if your life if you feel a threat just run away and then if you don't if you're not aware of it and you are in the situation it's so great knowing that i've got the tools and the knowledge to get myself out of there and also fight back if necessary and that feeling just makes me yeah it's it's like it's a it's an amazing thing to walk around with your head held high knowing that you know i've got this like i can look after myself i can look after my friend i can so, yeah, so as I said, like I'm urging people to understand the importance of it. And, you know, if you speak, I don't know about you, but I can say almost every single woman specifically that I know um can talk about a sexual assault oh. or sexual harassment or attempted sexual assault Absolutely. that has happened to them. Everyone, every single woman. It's yeah. insane. Like I actually cannot, while I'm speaking to you, I no, cannot think of it, a woman who doesn't insane, have a story. Right? Yeah. You know, doesn't have an even a woman who doesn't have more than one story yep. or doesn't have less than two. Yeah. yeah right, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then also, um, yeah, and men as well. I mean, they, they often feel threatened. Mm. You know, I, I think, um yeah, you've got tough guys. You've also got tough women out there. But I think that we are living in interesting times and we're also in a, in a country that, as I said, has its faces, its challenges. And mm. it's so important to know what that is and confront it. That's the other thing. Don't turn a blind eye. I'm not saying walk around thinking that around every corner there's a bad guy waiting yeah. to get you. Because also it's not good to live in fear. And majority of people are good. Majority of people are just trying to get on with their day. Yeah. They're trying to make a living, trying to go to work. They're trying to get home, not following you if they're walking behind you. You know, they're I'm the worst. You know, that. I'm like, oh, so, but also but just being aware and confronting it and mm. then knowing how to handle it like anything. You know, it's like it's the same if, if you're sick. How are you going to fix that? You're going to first confront that you are sick, find mm. out what the problem is, and then learn how to tackle it. It's mm. the same thing. Like the country, unfortunately, is sick and you've got to confront it and you've got to look at it and go, okay, cool, how can I fix this unhealthy state that we're in? And just for myself, you know, and it with a... I call it a – because I was actually having a debate with um, a friend the other day. She works with NGOs, um, really amazing woman. She's done quite a lot of um, fantastic projects. And what she focuses on is she goes into different communities and she actually teaches people about, you know, human respect for each other. And, you know, it's actually – that's wrong. You know, it's wrong to hit someone. That's not a right thing. So, so many people aren't taught – that mm. at home Or well, they're not taught that at school They don't have the examples around They actually you can communicate Or mm. Mm. this is right This is wrong So she's saying it should, That should be our focus And not self-defense You shouldn't have to learn self-defense You shouldn't have to learn How to defend mm. yourself But the reality is Yes, you shouldn't have to You shouldn't have to Walk with a key ring That's a self-defense key ring When you walk to your car You shouldn't have to mm. You know But the point is We have a present time problem And presently You have to be able to confront that problem and attack it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's important. Yeah. But I mean,
0: as, as you said, I think it's, you know, I'm very, I, I'm very kind of, when, when people start talking about South Africa and, oh, and I I get a little bit like, "Mm," because, because Mm -hmm. by your own, by your own example, the thing that happened to you Mm -hmm. happened in, you know, safe little old England. So, um, the, or the perception of, um, so yeah. I just, I don't understand why self-defense classes and things aren't taught in school. Imagine if you could take this program into a school. I love you for saying that. But really (laughs) though, like, it it, it blows my mind Mm. that, you know, um, that these, these aren't part of like, what do they, what do they call it? P-E-P-T, it depends which, what hemisphere you come from. Exactly. Um, that this isn't part of Mm. a thing, like, particularly with these kids, like these abductions and, like, what the hell is that about? Even if you, I'm not saying that everyone needs to become like a, you know, brown belt in karate, but I'm saying karate, <laughs> karate, <laughs> <But> <laughs> from, I'm saying. Ross from friends, <laughs> karate, <Yes>. unagi. <laughs> um, but, I, but I, wouldn't that be amazing if like a PT session or PE session was oh. spent teaching young people like yes. a few techniques yeah. or even just a mindset. Of this is how you could defend yourself if if something happened.
1: Completely, it would make so much sense. Do you know when I started Muay Thai, The first thing I thought was, "Oh my goodness, why am I only starting this now?" Mm. And the second thing I thought was, "I can't wait to have children." Well, I can wait. I can wait. Hello, but pasta. When I do have children, <laughs> when I do have children, <laughs> no, no, no. I can. <laughs> I cannot wait. To send them to a martial arts school mm. and get them trained up and tough and just, you know, ready to tackle whatever might come at them and mm. just powerful, you know, be a warrior. Um, it's just, it's important. If, if, if this pro, if there was a program like this that was in school, even, oh, I mean, I think once a week would be good, you know, yeah. in that PE session, yep. just focus on it rather than doing laps around the field. I mean, geez, like, what are you learning?
0: I totally you, do, agree. you know
1: Muay Thai is also cardio. I don't even run. I don't run. I literally just do Muay Thai and I've I lost I think 7 kilos from doing it when in the first few months. Wow. That was that wasn't even running. That was just Muay Thai. That was keeping me fit, was keeping me healthy, keeping my heart rate. So and it's a productive exercise,
0: yeah. you know. If I so, flew across the desk at you now and hmm. tried to grab you around the throat with, <laughs> with no no. Uh, with both hands, would you be able to I mean you would at the moment because I'm, I'm compromised because I've got some, Mm. a dodgy, (laughs) a dodgy back actually. But if I, in my normal, I've got a bit sciatica, it happens when you get to 38. If I, uh, if I in my normal, you know, fighting fit, uh, flew across, would you be able to? I would,
1: but I wouldn't want
0: to. I'd just hug you. I'd say let's just talk about let's it. Talk for, it let's, let's talk it out. Let's after. talk it out. Let's talk it out.
1: Let's be friends.
0: <laughs> right. Just a reminder then. This is uh, a seminar being hosted by the very beautiful Roxanne Hayward. I mean, if nothing else, go because <laughs> you get to <laughs> look at Roxanne for two hours. Oh, Sarah. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> excuse me. 20th of October, that's not this coming Saturday, it's the following Saturday between 12 and 2 o'clock at Henzo Gracie Academy. <laughs> uh, that's number 86, Battencraft Street, uh, in Cape Town. More, uh, or tickets are available at Web Tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure that you're posting it all over social media, aren't I you? I am. I'm mm. posting it on my Facebook page, which is Roxanne Hayward. Mm-hmm. My name, Roxanne with one N, Hayward.
1: Uh, on Instagram, <laughs> same thing, Roxanne Hayward. Um, yeah, it's all over social media, if you just Google Roxanne with self defence, the first link that comes up, I think actually is the web tickets link as well. Um, but all the information is on the Facebook page. Information about the trainers who will be joining us on the day, um, and they are award winning trainers. Here, I mean, they've won. Um Peyton Leisha is one of the ladies that will be taking mm. half of the session. She is a jujitsu um award uh, award winner. <laughs> um uh what is the what is the terminology? She's won tournaments. Wow. She's yeah, and she's incredible. She's really she knows her stuff. So all that information's all on the, the Facebook page.
0: There we go. That's it. It's always lovely. I mean really genuinely <laughs> is always absolutely oh. lovely to have you in. Um Thank don't you. be a stranger please. I shall not. And shall next not time bring likewise. that handsome Coster in.
1: Yes, I will. Shame you said can and I come twitching. and I was like oh, do oh you want did to? He? He Can you can get dinner rather if you want
0: shame i should have said yes you must come ah next time (laughs) it's lovely
1: to see you thank you so much sarah jane